Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Passive Income Examiner. Today, we are going to look at, do I need a lot of initial investment in passive income methods? This is a question that you may be wondering, and the answer really is going to depend upon which passive income avenue you decide to go. Some require a higher investment than others, but in essence, there's a lot of passive income ideas that you can get started started on, rather. Uh, early on with very little monetary investment. Now, one thing I will say, and I've said it before, with passive income, you're either going to invest time or you're going to invest money. It's not a quick overnight, make money in your sleep type thing from the get-go. It definitely takes some nurturing, either of funds or time or both, depending again on what you do. So just to get started, I've already made a free guide for you. You can text the word PIE, P-I-E, to 33777 and get your copy of five ways to earn 5K a month with passive income. This is going to outline the five different ways that you can earn passive income, and it does a great job of giving you monetary breakdowns, what you can expect financially on returns, and if your initial investment will be lower or higher. Okay, so it's not going to give you exact figures, but it'll say, okay, this is a lower investment. This is a higher investment. Plus, I haven't linked two specific episodes with guest experts that go into more detail about that subject. So if you'd like to learn more about it or or discover more about the intricacies of each one, you can click right through it. So that's again to text the word PI for Passive Income Examiner, if you didn't already figure that one out, <laughs> to 33777 and get your free copy today. Okay, now for those of you who are tuning in specifically to get an answer on this, I want you to know that everything is a ballpark. There is no specifics here because there's just way too many avenues to go down. The short answer is you can get involved in passive income with very little money, but I want to talk today about two specific passive income strategies that, well, I suppose it's going to be three because there's two that kind of parallel each other, but uh, really teach you not just how much money you would need initially to get started, but where that fund's where those funds should go, okay? So the first one I want to knock right off the top is real estate. Uh, For those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that real estate is one of my favorite passive income strategies. There's so many benefits to to owning real estate in the U.S. especially, Canada as well. And I would say to you, you could get started for very little money if you know the right strategy, okay? There's a great book by Robert Kiyosaki, called OPM, Other People's Money. And he teaches you how to invest leveraging other people's money for a return. There's tons of information out there on this, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. But if you are hurting for capital and you want to get into real estate investing, just know that it's possible. Definitely download the guide I just talked about because it links to an episode with um, Dustin Heiner, who is a great expert on this as well. So 
there's that one, okay, just off the bat. Now, that um, that answer may have surprised you because most people think, oh, well, real estate's going to require a certain amount of money. And <clears throat> yes, let me put it to you like this. There's going to be a lot more abundance of deals for you if you have a significant amount of money, I'd say twenty dollars to $40,000 to invest to start with. However, there are deals still out there using and leveraging other people's money. As the economy changes, those deals are going to become easier to find. Uh, so that's that. I don't want to get into the weeds on that. I could certainly go on a little bit more, but I'm just going to leave it there because it's enough to get you going if you want to start researching down that road. The two primary ones I want to talk about today are an online business and an e-commerce business. So I'm sure you can see why there's parallels there. And you might even be wondering, what is the crossover? What is the, uh, how are they different, more or less? So essentially, when I refer to e-commerce, that is selling a product that most likely is not your own. It could be, however, but most of the time it's a drop shipping or some sort of, you set up with a wholesaler and you've either purchased enough product or you've invested in some product. And that is typically the major investment right there. E-commerce does require a decent amount of money for the most part to get started if you are investing in a product of your own design. So for example, Recently, I spoke with a woman who is designing her own tea label brand, okay? She's already established her store on Amazon. She has her own website. She's invested in getting that off the ground. She also networked with a local tea grower in the U.S. or tea supplier and wanted to ensure the quality of her product. And then she worked with the design label maker to come up with her brand. So you can see just in me telling you this story, the amount of investment that she has into this product from website to logo design, to meeting with the wholesaler, all of the above, but she's going all in on this product and it's beautiful and I can't wait to see more of it. On the flip side, still on e-commerce though, there are ways to do drop shipping where you don't have to buy into product. You don't have to make all of these initial investments. You can go through uh, websites like Brybelly, National Dropshippers, Teledynamics. These are all US-based dropshipping uh, suppliers for e-commerce. If you read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, he does a lot of discussion on the subject of dropshipping that doesn't necessarily require a ton of investment. So there's two ways to go about it. Again, this is one of those things you really want to think about before you start moving forward. On the note of e-commerce, I would really caution you to be very careful with some of the sites right now. Like I'll, I, I'm not naming names, specifically calling anybody out, but you'll definitely want to be careful about which dropshipper you use. If they're located overseas, there may be some supply chain issues with especially like from China, right? Because things are a little bit odd <laughs> between the US and China, not to get political, but just because of things happening, it's going to be really important that you make sure your dropshipper can supply your goods uh, reasonably fast and with the quality that you're going to want to supply, because otherwise you're going to be the one dealing with uh, the complaints, right? So definitely check into that. 
where your investment will come in for sure is going to be in a website and a payment gateway. So however you're going to take payment, you're going to have a fee for that as well. Whether or not you invest in your initial product is up. Do you have podcasting questions? Are you looking for a community where you can learn and grow as a podcaster? Hi, I'm Greg, creator of Indie Drop-In Network. Join me and Jeff Townsend, a.k.a. the Indie Podcast Father, on Twitter Spaces every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for Podcasting Power Hour. Every week, we are joined by experts on different aspects of podcasting to help the community learn and grow as creators. We tackle questions from podcasters at every level. Just go to podcastingpowerhour.com for links to the space and to hear previous episodes. That's podcastingpowerhour.com. To you. Okay, so there's just some of the basics to get started. The next big piece, and don't forget it, it's always marketing. Because once again, you could build a website, you could throw up your products, but if nobody is seeing these products, then it's a waste of your time and energy and investments of whatever capacity you make. So be sure to plan ahead for that. You're going to want to invest in either some advertising marketing or a blog, some sort of evergreen strategy. However you do it, just be prepared to have a marketing budget from the beginning. I strongly recommend writing out a business plan. And maybe that would be a great episode for another day is how to write a business plan when you're not necessarily needing it to get an investment. You just need to cover all the bases for yourself so you could stay focused and refer back to it. But it's a really important step to take when you're just in the beginning and formulate all of your ideas and put them down on paper. Okay, so that is all wrapped up into e-commerce. The second parallel passive income uh, strategy is selling information. And it's different than e-commerce because it doesn't involve building out or developing a product or getting it from a wholesaler. There are three primary ways to sell information. The most common is a course. The second is a membership. Often those two go together. And the third would be like an ebook. And some people do all of the above. They have the book that sells the course or the course that sells the book and then a community membership for people to connect to are all kind of fans of that um, subject, right? So that is selling information. And let's talk a little bit deeper on that subject. For that really to get started, it's basic. This is probably one of the lowest form of investments from a, from a financial investment. You still obviously have your time investment, but you could build out your course, which requires a course platform. So whether that is an all-in-one website course platform like Kajabi, or it's a course platform like, say, Thinkific or Udemy, that you also have a website that drives traffic to that course, right? So there's two ways to look at it. One of the benefits to putting your course on things like Udemy is that they often will also be driving traffic. So it's like having a storefront in a mall versus, you know, just on the street corner, the, the mall is driving traffic because it's the mall, right? And there's other stores people might be there for, so you might get passer buyers. Well, the same is true with something like Udemy or Thinkific. Another benefit for people who are just getting started in using places like Thinkific or Udemy is that often you don't have to pay a membership to house your course there. 
uh, they just take a cut, basically a percentage of whatever you sell. So it's a little bit nice up front. You can still start being profitable. Later down the road, if you want, you could start making more money by offering something through Kajabi. Like Kajabi, you pay on a monthly basis, a flat fee. You don't pay a commission based on what you sell. It's just a flat fee, but it's your website. It could be your website and it can house your courses all in one. So again, this is one of those things where you really want to think through the whole picture of what you plan to do. Think from the end. I say that all the time. Um, It's hard, I know, in the beginning when you don't really know what the end looks like, which is why this podcast is here to try to help you. When you're thinking about your business model from the end, also be thinking about your efficiency. So here's an example of what I mean. When you are going to put your courses on, let's just say Thinkific, but you're going to also have a website. Now your website's constantly going to be having to link off platform to somewhere else in order to get that course, right? Whereas if you have Kajabi, you have everything in that one spot. And Kajabi isn't the only example. I'm just just comparing these two for you as an example. The reason I went with Kajabi is because I wanted everything in one spot. I wanted my customer database. That's another thing to think about too with your online business is where your email platform is going to be. Both e-commerce and your online store or your online business, if you're selling information, will require that you have what's called a CRM or customer retention management software. Okay. Kajabi is all of those things in one. I used to use get response for my emails. I used Wix for my website. I used Oh, golly, which one did I use? I can't remember. It wasn't Thinkific. It was a different one. But for my courses, and I had everything all over the place. And it was annoying. (laughs) Because, you know, it's just it's just time consuming to put it all together. So much easier to have it all in one place. Um, When you're linking like your email, and you want to link it to something and Kajabi has the links already there. It's just so nice. So it's something to think about also not just from a monetary perspective, but also from a time perspective. And if you're interested, I do have a Pie Tribe special offer on Kajabi um, where you can get 30 days of a free trial just to try it out and see, you know, if that's what's for you. Uh, so I'm going to link that below for sure. Be sure to check that out or it's going to be under resources on the Passive Income Examiner as well. Okay, so I hope that's helpful to help get you some some points on where to start. And again, you still want to be prepared and plan for how are you going to drive traffic to that course, okay? But the good news is it doesn't require you putting out really any investment financially other than that little bit in your, you know, website. So those are some of the easiest ways to get started on a low budget for passive income. And then again, download that PDF for a more robust list of passive income ideas that can really legitimately get you earning 5,000 a month or more passively, okay? So if you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at the Passive Income Examiner. Also, if you're really looking for ways to get started quickly uh, or you need some help thinking through this from the end, check out the Freedom Business Community that I have launched. It's a membership, very low entry, 
monthly, but we are going to connect. We do trainings live. I'm right there with you. I can answer your questions, help you get started. Um, and from that point on, it's simply just a matter of following the steps that you need to take to get where you want to go. And once you have that initial business blueprint, the rest is just taking it one step at a time. Okay, my friends. So listen, head over to the passiveincomeexaminer.com, look up resources, and you will see the link to the community to learn more, to discover more about that. Let's build these businesses together. I'm excited to help you get started and to see you get to a point where you are escaping the rat race, you are working from home, or better yet, making money while you are playing. That's what I say. Make money while you play. (laughs) All right, my friend. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time. Bye for now. If you like mommy, so leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.